0: What's going on? What's going on, everybody? It is the only sports podcast. That's right. It's the only sports podcast. I'm with that casino over there. Uh, our last podcast was 10 days ago, casino. Oof. I know. Um, again, well, you had
1: to cancel twice, and then I had the yeah. kids out of the house one day. We had to go somewhere. All the things. So,
0: I Life, I,
1: everybody. Life.
0: It, yeah. I literally was... Sick for all of last week. This week I've had to go had, to the doctor's four times. I didn't know it's you were just, sick
1: last week. I had I had strep last week too.
0: Yeah. Well, oh, that was why like, last week we didn't do the second show because you literally did not have a voice. Like, oh voice no, I, I didn't.
1: My throat hurt. My 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 throat hurt. It, it was like I swallowed a bag of something.
0: <laughs> yeah. And then I had to take my two-year-old to the doctor. He had like an ear infection. And then my wife's grandma lives with us so she was also sick and then my 11 year old's been sick so obviously i got sick it's just that time of the year and then throwing kids and doctors for the fucking Oh, and work i was in yeah and work uh, all around this like what a pain in the ass but we're back and uh we're doing our week 15 picks today uh we're gonna talk about draymond green and all the insanity going on with that we're gonna Insane. talk about the otani contract Otani. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna talk about obviously last night's uh game between the chargers and raiders which was uh we both yes. picked the raiders <laughs> speaking of you and i before the game were like if the chargers don't win this <laughs> this uh we're we're done with the Chargers. Like Chargers have to win this game and then they get blown out. I think it was the I they said on the broadcast it was the second highest uh points ever by halftime. I believe it was 42 to 0. The second most points ever scored in a half in like NFL history, which is how the Raiders did that. I don't know, but we'll <laughs> talk about that game when we get to the team. <laughs> Uh, But first, Casino, because we did not have a show earlier this week, uh, let's talk about the hot topics in uh, week 14. Starting with our picks, uh, this week was brutal, or last week, I should say, week 14, was brutal, brutal for our picks. I think I got got, two right. You got six right, so not far off. Uh, I got seven. It felt like two. It felt like two. (laughs) I know. Uh, I got seven, right? The only difference we had was you picked the Eagles. I picked the Cowboys, but that was again, reverse jinx. And I'll tell you what, spoiler alert for week 15 picks. I am not picking against the Eagles. The rest of the season, reverse jinx has not worked. And if they do not win every game, the rest of the season, going into the playoffs, it will be panic time. But we'll get to talking about future games. Let's talk about the games of the past. Uh, let's talk about the two games I wanted to talk about. And then we'll get into, obviously, the biggest news of week 14, which is what happened in the Chiefs Bills game. But the two games yeah. before that, uh, your thoughts on a game I know you and I both watched, which was Ravens Rams. Uh, thoughts on that game casino and just how it ends on a insane punt return touchdown that had about give or take 47 penalties to make that happen (laughs) (laughs) I mean
1: um well I mean we kind of talked about it um I really I I like the Ravens a lot I expect them to win um but, but the Rams have been playing very well Stafford has been playing very well um and he did he had a great game um yeah almost 300 yards he looked great three touchdowns too yeah oh yeah he looked he looked real good but I mean Lamar Jackson also had a really good game he did have the one INT but for the most part um my kid's nervous about the tv stuff um but <laughs> really really good game um for both of them uh Cooper Cup coming back he looked great um Odell actually showed up for for something which was cool uh for him yeah. but I don't really care I don't care for Odell <laughs> <laughs> that's that um but uh yeah no how that game ended was horrifyingly awful all the things any negative thing you can throw at that game um I was looking basically off that punt return if you guys didn't see it uh the Ravens won on a walk-off punt return um it's every time there's a kickoff or a punt return I look for one thing uh, not holding or anything like that, illegal formation, whatever. I'm looking for block in the backs from start to finish the entire time. I'm just looking for a block in the back, holding my breath, especially when it's my team doing a good punt return. I'm just holding my breath. And because there's, it's like a 50-50 chance every time that there's going to be at least one called or not called block in the back. And yeah, wow, was there some missed. There was some mist. The first two that I saw, I was like, okay, that could have been called, but they didn't. That could have been called, but they didn't. Okay. Then the third one was outrageous, just egregious. The dude was like standing there, and he just gets linebackered right into the back of the head, just <laughs> knocked out. Um, That was awful. And how they didn't call that one. I didn't even see the hold you were talking about. Um, dude, I they're, was, again, the I was most just egregious. The thing, uh, the...
0: Yeah the most egregious one to me is the one that's right. When he goes to turn along the sidelines or whatever, the one guy that can stop him. I mean, literally just gets his entire, you can see the guy holding him and his entire Jersey is like stretching. And he would have been the guy that, you know, could have probably pushed him out of bounds or did something. But again, that call is in Baltimore It's not, you're not going to get that call. And then if you did get that call, everybody would be complaining and bitching, which is foreshadowing to the Chiefs-Bills game we will talk about. But the, have you, again, we started this podcast during the last NFL season. So this is technically our second NFL season doing this podcast. I don't remember uh, officiating, even being as bad as it is this year, last year. Like I don't remember it being a big talk, right? Though. No, this one it just we, seems we like talk every about it big game a bit
1: last year, but it's not. It's not like,
0: yeah. And again, it to
1: me it's turning into, um, like the other sports with like the mainly like the NBA, the NHL, where there could be a foul on almost every play, um, and where the refs are choosing, they get to choose what they if they want to call it or not, like there's uh, like, I, you know, that I watch NHL more like in the first five minutes, first five, 10 minutes, you know how that game's they're going to either be very loose on the calls or very rough on the calls. And, but they, what yes. I appreciate about the NHL is they typically 95% of the time they stick to that, that sentiment. They, it's either they're calling everything or they're not calling shit. And same with the NBA, they're calling everything or they're not calling anything. And I really feel like the NFL, at least, it used, it used to be where you knew what a foul, you knew what a penalty was. Regardless if you liked it or not, they called it correct. I would say 90% of the time, they would get all their calls smack on according to the rules. And now it's just gone to a gray area because they keep changing the rules and changing the rules. It's in a gray area now where you don't know anything could be called at any time. Well, it, not it's, only it's that, very bothersome. It's-
0: It's literally, and we'll get to this when we talk about the uh, Chiefs-Bills game, but it's not only any call can be called at any time. It's the same call that hasn't been called all game is all of a sudden called towards the end of the game. And and then it's just, why was this not a penalty for the first 58 minutes of this game, but the last two minutes, all of a sudden, it's a penalty that oh, I don't know, like loses a team the Super Bowl or something like that. Like, I don't know. Like, that's just a random hypothetical that I'm just pulling out of thin air. No,
1: no, that's very true.
0: But uh, the other game, but also last little bit on the Ravens-Rams game, are the Ravens, with what we've seen from the Chiefs and obviously injuries to the other contenders and then the Bills kind of being not as good as we thought they would be, are the Ravens the clear number one team to beat in the AFC?
1: Uh Yeah, I would say so.
0: I think so, too. And I don't even think it's close. Like, I think if they played any AFC team right now, I think they would, like, womp them. Like, I don't know who – I mean, from what we've seen with the Chiefs, they don't have a – what is it? They don't have a viable weapon. And it seems like Travis Kelsey, age, finally caught up to him because he just doesn't look like himself the second half of the season.
1: Age it's, and love.
0: Yeah, he's using all that energy – uh, going down in the Swifties, you know what I'm saying, Casino? You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, Chief on the streets, a uh, Swiftie in the sheets. You there know? it is. <laughs> you know there I'm it saying? is. Was... <laughs> That's what I was searching for. <laughs> I, I got to it eventually. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> uh, Cowboys-Eagles uh, is the other game we wanted to talk about before we get to Chiefs-Bills. Uh It was honestly exactly what I thought it would be. I, in the if you the beginning of the season, I knew we would split with the Cowboys. It would be we win at home, they would win at their place, and then we would lose to the 49ers because that was their fucking Super Bowl. Uh, I didn't expect both those games to be blowouts, but I definitely expected them to be losses. I think the 49ers game is one of those ones where if they played them again in the playoffs, I would be nervous. I think the Cowboys, if they played them again in the playoffs, I think they beat them. Uh, that game was not nearly as bad as the 49ers game. The 49ers game, it was like, what the fuck are we doing? The Cowboys game was like, everybody's fumbling. Nobody's, I mean, Devontae Smith and A.J. Brown both dropped touchdowns that were literally, like, it looked like Jalen Hurts ran up to them and placed the ball in their hands, and they just dropped them. <laughs> so... That was a game where it was like nothing's going our way. <laughs> Cowboys are at home; they're invincible.
1: Sorry, I still got my cough from last week.
0: <laughs> uh, but as a Eagles fan, they play the Seahawks, the Cardinals, and the Giants twice. So you went through the gauntlet. You went five and Seahawks, two.
1: The Seahawks will be the tough game.
0: The Seahawks on Monday night will be a game that I think will be close. If the other three. The Cardinals and then the two Giants games. If you do not blow out the Giants once and, and blow out the Cardinals, you should blow out the Cardinals specifically because their head coach cost you a fucking Super Bowl by not being able to literally play defense for one quarter, let alone an entire game. Like the Eagles players should take revenge out on, uh, on uh Murr from the practical jokers who's now gannon from the cardinals head coach they should take their hatred of losing the super bowl out on gannon on that cardinals team so if this eagles team i think monday night's game will be close but i think they win but when it comes to uh cardinals and giants twice they need to blow out the giants once and they need to blow out the cardinals or it's time if they lose any of those four remaining games it's fucking panic mode i'm not in panic mode right now because they are pretty much where i thought they would be this season but they're actually doing better because i thought they would have five losses at this point because i really thought they would lose that bills game uh but yeah casino uh thoughts on cowboys and eagles um Dak, dare
1: I say, has impressed a little bit. He has not turned over the ball as much as, you know, he was towards the beginning of the season and what he did last season. So um good on him. He's worked on that. Um I'm still over the whole Cowboys are the Super Bowl favorites. I still don't even have them like no. Um I mean they're they're good. They're gonna they're gonna win a game, maybe two in the playoffs, depending on where they get with their seating. Um, but I still think it would be tough for them to get through the Eagles again, the Niners, yeah. and I'll be yeah. honest, I, I I do like Detroit still. So that's well, they m- do
0: play Detroit,
1: right? And uh, again, that's gonna be a fun one. I'm gonna watch.
0: Well, uh, I, I think put you down when it comes to the Cowboys. And I know Detroit really...
1: just lost to the Bears, but yeah, just, just let me let. Me, That that was that was something that was something else.
0: (laughs) If what we really see from what we're really going to see from the Cowboys, and I've said this, if Dak Prescott looks good in the Cowboys-Bills game, Cowboys-Dolphins, and then Lions-Cowboys game, which those three games are the next three on the schedule, and like they start hitting their gauntlet basically this week, which is a three week, you know, Uh, trip I really do think again they did not look good in that Seahawks Cowboys game I say they didn't look good even though they scored 41 points but their defense gave up 35 points to a Seattle Seahawks offense that has just looked vanilla and stagnant all season and then obviously they beat the Eagles by 20 points but again everything that could go wrong for the Eagles did go wrong in that game they're on a short week as an Eagles fan I can make every excuse in the book but they uh, the Eagles also beat the Cowboys now again the tale of the tape for this Cowboys team this entire season has been difference between home and away away they're a different team at home they're a juggernaut well it looks like at this point again I think Eagles went out and I would be in rest and i don't think it's impossible for the cowboys to win out but i think they at least lose one if not two of the remaining games against the bills uh dolphins or lions so i think they win one of those games maybe two but two of them they're on the road so i don't know if the cowboys could finish the season undefeated obviously they win the division and they're gonna have a home playoff game and then they're really dangerous but if cowboys uh Lose one or two games, which I think they will, and right. Eagles win out, which I think they will. That means the Cowboys will not have a home. That's that's what I was kind of saying.
1: The, we're, yeah. They'll win one or two um, playoff games. So, like if they if they were the, the the seed, the number one seed coming out of that division, I could see them winning one and making it to the you know uh to division. the NFC yeah, NFC championship. championship. Yeah, right. Um But if they don't, I could see them winning two and getting to the NFC still. So um, I I just have trouble seeing them getting to the Super Bowl. Uh
0: As yeah, as of right now heading into week 15, if the Super Bowl is not 49ers versus Ravens, I would legitimately be shocked. Right? Like that seems to be the course that we're heading towards. Go the, Ravens. Yeah, the conspiracy theory uh, you know, colors for the logo match the Ravens and 49ers right. so I I, would, I, is- I
1: normally, I would hate, I, I always go against the Ravens normally because, you know, they were, uh, the, the Ray Lewis days going against, uh, Brady and, you know, that was, that was always fun. Um, and so I, I don't like seeing the Ravens do well, but in this case and, and growing up, the Niners were always my second team, but I just can't stand the Niners right now. I can't stand. I just they just bug me. And I like Lamar yeah. Jackson a lot. So that's true.
0: My, the only <laughs> thing I would say is we've never seen Purdy in the playoffs because the only playoff game we ever saw, he got knocked out of immediately. He's, and still Lamar really, Jackson, he's so good. He's good. Yeah. Man. Lamar Jackson, who we've seen in the playoffs has not looked good in the playoffs. Neither is Dak Prescott. The only well, Lamar Jackson's pretty much
1: always hurt going into that game.
0: Yeah, that's true. But the only two play uh, two uh, quarterbacks we've seen of this crop of quarterbacks going into the playoffs is Mahomes and Hurts, right? We've seen them those two be elite in the playoffs. So, maybe a rematch of next year. Or last year, I don't know, Casino, but speaking of Mahomes, look at that transition. Transition King is back. Uh, uh so, let's how, talk how, what, what time? This, we've Cassino. talked for
1: 20 minutes now all right so the next 45 minutes here we
0: go <laughs> uh <laughs> i said when this whole debacle happened i was like this is i mean this is a 45 minute discussion that's why podcast. i said that yes it is this is oh man there's so much Meet on this bone casino. So obviously, since it's already Friday, everybody saw what happened Sunday, which was the Chiefs lose to the Bills. The after the Chiefs wide receiver Kadarius Tony lined up offsides on a play that was a pass to Travis Kelsey that he lateraled back to Tony that was then a touchdown that got called back. Then Mahomes had two more tries on third and fourth down, uh, which he did not convert. And then Mahomes on the sideline after this sequence of events when the chiefs are losing the game goes crazy on a referee he has a insane press conference afterwards nobody is blaming the weird thing is mahomes and andy reed none of them were saying it was not a penalty they were saying that that type of penalty should not be called in that situation. And they got no warning that that penalty was yeah. going to be called. Yeah. Which is uh, two things that are really weird to me because. They, they basically
1: just told that they, that the NFL helps them. They get, they cheat. That's exactly. Yeah. So I'm not. So the whole, all right, my turn, my turn, my turn, <laughs> my turn. All right. So a few things that were just the absolute worst is I, so you you described what happened. Uh, Mahomes also stated in his press conference that Tony did hadn't didn't have any. He wasn't involved in that play. Like he had no outcome in that play. Yes, he did. He was the one to take the lateral from uh, from Kelsey and take it in. So that means him being sides And if he had a better, like just if he had the jump on on his defender. He was able to get open. Yes, the ball had already gone to Kelsey, and everybody started moving over to him, and then Kelsey threw it over because now he was open. So, I mean, kudos to Kelsey. I've seen, like, that That was a great play. That was a great play. Um, but it, it's... To say that he wasn't part of the play, well, A, he was part of the play. Uh, the other thing that I absolutely could not handle was in... <laughs> um, during the press conferences, um, he's like, "Yeah, you wait till a minute to uh, wait till the last minute to make a call like that." I've, I've played seven years in the NFL and I've never seen, um, I've never had offensive offsides called. Well, yeah, because they've always been helping you, um, and also Andy Reid talking about it, and He was like, "Normally, this this bothered me. This, I lost a lot of respect for Andy Reid when he said this." Um, he was like, uh, "So." Normally, you know, if they're lined off off sides, you know, they let us know so we could get them back on sides before before the play is called. That's not their job. That's your coach's job. That's you as a coach, your offensive coordinator, whoever, some random dude that's only, maybe his only job is to be where the ball is on the line of scrimmage and to be like, he is lined up off sides. Coach, tell him to get back. Like, even if that, that there might be a guy. I don't know. Whatever. But still, if there's not, there should be now that's not the ref's job to go up to you and you go hey your guys lined up offsides." that's like the ref going up saying hey you have an illegal formation you have 12 men on the field no they don't get to fucking tell you to do that like they don't they don't need to give you warning well also the player needs to know the player's looking down the line he knows yeah. where the fucking ball is he knows where he's lined up he well, knows
0: it's offensive offsides. Well, also win the in every NFL game when you see the wide receivers at the line turn and look at the sideline it's always them checking with the referee to make sure they're on the line right you can see in that play and people have tried to slow it down and make it seem like oh Kadarius Tony did do that and the ref just didn't tell him Kadarius Tony looks to the no, sideline no a half a second yeah. and then looks back he never you never see him get confirmation or even look long enough to be signaled like you're on the line so clearly this is what you're talking about where it's yeah. like this happens every game it's every responsibility snap. It's, it's player
1: responsibility. responsibility
0: and it's also not like His big toe was over the line, and it was a a a tiny little sliver. It's like he's almost a full yard past the line of scrimmage. Like, it's not even a debate. Everybody, this is my problem with this. Everybody agrees it was a penalty. So, like, why is this an issue? Like, this bullshit, uh, and, and then again, also, we've talked about after the Super Bowl, after that Bengals game, after all these other insanely ticky-tack bullshit plays or penalties, I mean, all these ticky-tack bullshit penalties that were called in favor of the Chiefs, never once heard Mahomes or Andy Reid bitch about the refereeing Ever. when it benefit them. So the second it – And, when and it
1: do you them, rarely see the other team who it was called against Bitch.
0: Yeah, exactly. And it's just like, I've never heard uh, Mahomes, I've never heard Andy Reid address the Bradbury uh, penalty in the Super Bowl, because again, that is the literal exact same thing that happened in this game. The only difference was one ended a Week 13 game, one ended the Super Bowl. So it's like for Mahomes to be that much of a like a whiny bitch about the refereeing is also ironic coming from the guy who every single play in the game you see him bitching and doing his dramatics where you know when he's getting tackled to the ground he's literally falling and like signaling to the refs before he hits the ground like why is this person touching me like uh again uh we've seen well, Brady a, a lot of like-
1: quarterbacks see a lot of quarterbacks do that. A lot of quarterbacks do that. Yeah. Even the great Tom Brady has done that. Quarterbacks do that. I mean, it's part of it's part of the game of trying to get it called. Um I referenced this at work to somebody the other day. In soccer that is part of the art of the game. Do I like it? Do I agree with it? No. It's it's annoying and it's just like suck it up, you're a professional athlete. Even when Brady did, I was like, "Okay, Brady, like you didn't get the call." Like, "Okay." It's like or you got the call and I'm like, cool, it helped us, but eh, you didn't need to do that. But yeah. Like in soccer, they did it, like it's part of their game to try to get the call to help their team out. Hockey does it, basketball does it. Everybody, every sport does that. Um, but the difference was, and the difference is is I haven't seen anybody go off like Mahomes that did. I'm never. Especially when you're the face of the fran- like face of the franchise, face of the freaking NFL and you act like that.
0: Yeah. And especially so egregious again for a play, everyone agrees is a penalty. So like, So he wanted, and then that thing where it was just like, oh, well, he threw the flag. And then, you know, like he shouldn't have threw the flag because it took away the greatness of what was a Travis Kelsey play. He threw the flag immediately. It's not like he waited till after the play happened to then throw the flag. And just like,
1: you watch it. He had his hand on the flag waiting for the play to be called. As soon as it was snapped, it was out.
0: Yeah, so then – and it's also – It wasn't
1: like one of those late calls that have been happening for the Chiefs where it was like three, four, five seconds after the play, and then there's like, oh, yeah.
0: I'll throw that flag. yeah, there was – There was one in the 49ers-Eagles game where a play happened, and then it was like 10 seconds after the play was finished, and then it was like offsides on, uh, on Josh Sweat. And it was just like, how can you call offsides 15 seconds after the play's already over? Like, if that was the case, then it was like, all right, something's fishy here. But it was like, and again... It was second down. It's not like this was a fourth and 10 play to end the game. They still had two more plays. And then what happened was, thank you. And then what happened was they got shut down the next two plays. But again, I, after letting this gestate for almost a week or whatever, I still agree with what we were talking about immediately after it happened, which was, this to me just like makes me now like it devalues Mahomes in my eyes It and it devalues it because I feel like it's such like it's just such a bitch move. It really is like just like being like, I know it was a penalty, but you can't call yeah, it. And that's the in that situation. That he
1: agrees that it was a penalty. Is just... it's,
0: it's like, then what are you bitching about? You said it was a fucking penalty. It's like all the Eagles players were like, yeah, it was a hold. Like, and then it was, and then they never talked about it again. Mahomes was just like, yeah, it was a blah, 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 but they shouldn't have called that in that situation. They weren't calling it all game. And then it's just like, you just won a Super Bowl by that same notion that ruins hall of, and never that, said that shit, ruins shit his, about it. It ruins his what?
1: Right. That ruins his Hall of Fame career hall of fame career it ruins (laughs) like that was another thing that he said i'm just like dude like travis kelsey's career and i'm like shut the fuck up man like no it doesn't Travis Kelsey, he's got the numbers he's got the stats like he's going to the hall of fame this this he's like that play will never be shown no it won't be probably you know what it doesn't fucking matter like it's also like go to the hall of fame
0: what won't be uh what won't be shown the lateral that led to a touchdown in a week 13 game. Like, yeah, it, it, even if it was true, it would have been a three second highlight in his entire highlight reel that if you took it out, people would be like, Oh, wasn't there like a lateral that was supposed to like, it's not like this, like, Oh my God, we've never seen anything like this. It was a lateral. Like it's like, calm down. Like with this whole like you can't call a play if the on a a flag on a play that is cool and then it's just like I wish that was a rule, but it's not. So fuck off. Fuck off. Another thing that
1: I absolutely like lost another more respect, the the respect that I have remaining for Mahomes was lost pretty much when he went up (laughs) when I saw the video of him going up to Josh Allen afterwards. Oh and like, I
0: know. Like Josh Allen was him? like that was
1: one of the worst fucking calls I've ever seen in, in my career. And I was or NFL history or whatever he said. And Josh just like pats him on the chest and walks out. I told you, I'm like,
0: <laughs> I, I I didn't really
1: I've never hated Josh Allen. I never loved Josh Allen. I talk about him, he's good, he's bad sometimes, whatever. Um, but I got a lot more respect for Josh Allen now because he just like an older brother that knew that his younger brother was throwing a tantrum. He just goes up to him and like pats him in the chest and walks away. And I was like, that is fan-fucking-tastic. Like he was just like, okay, Bubby. Like, one oh, Again,
0: man. that was one of the worst calls ever when everybody agrees it's a penalty. Like even the James Bradbury one, it's like one of those ones where it's like, yeah, it's a penalty, but you don't call it there. Like how is that not any different from this? Again, this is why I always bitch and never, right, but you know like... what you
1: don't call the reason, but we have just, we have justification for not calling the, the Bradbury one. And that was because they didn't call it. They didn't call that contact the entire game. There's justification for that one. There's, you know, that's how the game was played the entire time. And we had talked about that where you set a standard at the beginning of the, the game, which they did, they were going to let some things go. And then with the Brad had one that's the same amount of contact that's been happening all game and then you make that call let alone it being you know overthrown or whatever um uncatchable but there was the standard of the standard set of how they're going to call the game so that one was more egregious in my opinion um than, and should have oh, been yeah. complained on more but they didn't Than this one because this one this wasn't one like where it's it's a questionable thing. Like, he was offside. It was a blatant one that can't be called. It wasn't like, oh, they're letting holding go pretty, you know, pretty lean you know, on the holding this game. Or they're calling the holding really tight this game. This one was – this one's cut and dry. This is – you either are lined up offsides or you're not lined up offsides.
0: Well, it's also and by your was, saying. So. Yeah, yeah, by your same logic, it's not like that's where he was lining up the whole game and they weren't calling it and just letting him get away with it. And then finally, in that moment, they were like, you've lined up like this the whole game, but now we're going to call a penalty. It He didn't line exactly. up like that the whole game. Exactly. Like It was like this was – and again, we've talked about the Chiefs and just like how – their wide receivers keep fucking them. This is legitimately the third game this season that Kadarius Tony alone has lost them a game. So again, when we talked about uh, the Mahomes legacy and all this kind of stuff, like we need to put in context, like, or in context, like he was literally drafted to an already playoff team with all the pieces in place to make him great. And then when you take all those things away, he's not he's a worse quarterback than he was prior to this. So then when people talk about Brock Purdy and all this shit where it's just like, well, he's in the perfect situation and he has all these weapons and he has all this like he's a game manager and like all this kind of stuff. It's just like, yeah, when quarterbacks are put in really good positions and they're a good quarterback, they become a great quarterback when they are put in these situations where everything is going their way and they just need to be a good quarterback, they're elevated too great. Like, why can we say that for uh, Patrick Mahomes, but not Brock Purdy as if it's just like Alex Smith also with the chiefs had some pretty damn good seasons when in other situations and systems, he was not as good of a quarterback. Am I saying Mahomes and Brock Purdy are on the same What is it? Level? No, but I'm saying I don't know why we just automatically, it's like with Herbert, where it's just like, he's a great quarterback in a bad situation, so we give him none of the blame. Well, Mahomes was a great quarterback in a great situation, and for some reason, that means we just give him 100% of the credit. And then when all that stuff goes away, and he has statistically his worst season, it's just like, oh, well, yeah, because... It, it's not his fault it's everybody else's and then it's just like why do I don't get why we do that that annoys the shit out of me like you can't give Brock Purdy any credit whatsoever because he's in a good system but when it's a great quarterback in a great system that also just means how great the quarterback is like that 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 makes no sense to me whatsoever Ugh. anything else on this casino or you want to move on
1: Oh, no, we can move on. Um, so, yeah, I, I just, as you saw, I just left this studio trying to see if that was my connection. But it's got to either be the stream or your side. I'm,
0: uh, I'm I mean, crushing it over here, right here on my
1: side. Yeah, same. Yeah, I mean, it has to be. So maybe it's just a hiccup. A, it has to be the uh, stream. Anyway.
0: <clears throat> but let's move on to yeah we can next move on oh, oh I do
1: I do have a question for you though I mean because I touched yes. on it a little bit but uh, uh do you do lot did you lose respect for Andy Reed uh
0: I feel like I I lost respect for Andy Reed for him being for again doing the thing of like I've uh coached a lot of football and I've never had that penalty called against me and then it's just like okay but But again, everybody agrees it's a penalty. So why the fuck does that matter? Like, it's just like, if that rule doesn't matter, then why doesn't Tony just run to the end zone and just stand there and wait for the ball to be hiked? Like, there's a fucking reason there's a line that both sides stand behind. So if your player is past the line, if it hasn't been called before, that means you had smart enough players or you taught them to be smart enough to stand behind the line that you have to stand behind from pop Warner through high school, through college, through the NFL. Like it's the most basic rule of football is to stand behind the invisible line. Like you're so so angry.
1: Your entire screen's shaking, man.
0: But for, so for him to be like, well, that play's never been called against me. It's just like, yeah, that, solidifies the point that Kadarius Tony is a liability on your team and costing you games which he has done already this season the one of the worst teams in the league the Giants literally let this player go because they did not think he was good enough to be on one of the worst teams in the NFL so now he's on your team and surprise surprise he's costing you games like we're acting like This was Tyreek Hill or Travis Kelsey who made this penalty. No, it was a wide receiver liability who's been a wide receiver liability all season. Like, it seems pretty cut and dry to me. So I didn't lose respect for him. It just kind of was one of those things where it was just like, yeah, you saying that makes it worse for him. Not like better for, or not like a slam against the league. You get what I'm saying? Like, it just like comes off counterproductive but uh let's jump over to uh a thing we rarely talk about in december casino which is baseball what? and we are talking about baseball because shohan otani shohei shohei thank you shohei otani finally left the uh, Los Angeles, which I fucking hate Los Angeles angels and went to the other Los He's Angeles the Anaheim angels. I know. I hate when they do that. Like the San Diego chargers is a much cooler name than the Los Angeles chargers, but he went from one LA team to another and is now signed with the Los Angeles Dodgers in a 10 year, $700 million contract where Uh, he will only be taking a annual salary of $2 million and get the rest of his contract in the back end either. I don't think it'll be one lump sum. I think it'll be a Bobby, uh, uh, what's his name? Bobby Bonilla. Mm-hmm. I never. I can never say his fucking name. The Mets guy who gets two million dollars every year because of an insane contract he signed. Uh,
1: yeah. So yeah, uh, he defers sixty-eight million of his annual seventy million dollars salary.
0: So what? For ten
1: years of for seven hundred million.
0: Yeah, Bobby Vanilla. Vanilla. I don't know how to. I know yeah, he de- de- So
1: overall, it will be. Um, <clears throat> he's going to be deferring like 90%, 97% of his earnings until after he's until after this deal is done. Um, And which will, which will be, and you were right. um, As you were saying, um, the, the remaining $680 million uh, will be paid to him in, but it's a 10 year thing in between 2034 to 2043. Dude's set for life. He's
0: done. Well, well, also like, yeah,
1: it's not one lump sum but i mean it's that's that's pretty much a lump sum like you're you're what is that that's probably like close to eight million uh eight uh 80 million dollars a year for something like that i don't know yeah and that's
0: not including all of his endorsements here and especially all of his endorsements in japan where you know like when it comes to overseas stars like six yeah 68
1: yeah 68 million dollars a year for 10 years. Like, yeah. And that's not, yeah. It's not even touching his endorsements, dude. I mean, but he's an amazing baseball player. Yes. He's had the surgery multiple times uh, with his arm for pitching, but you, like you saw with last year, um, when he, when they stopped him from pitching while they let that heal, he was still DHing, He was still hitting the ball and he was still crushing it to have a player that is a lockdown. One of the best pitchers in the league on top of also being one of the best hitters in the league. He's literally doing everything that you need you need in a baseball game by himself. And yeah. nothing against the Angels and or Mike Trout for staying with the Angels. But the Angels, they don't do enough to they don't pad their roster enough and do things enough to make sure that they are going to win. They don't spend the money but yeah, they have a few great players. I mean, with both Trout and Otani on that team, like that's an amazing combo right there. But you're not gonna win Major League Baseball with just two guys. This is not the this is not the NBA. You know, this is not NHL. You need more than two players. Um Well,
0: it was it's it was that the Angels just became that meme where the meme was Mike Trout and Otani would do something historic that had never been done before in baseball, and then the Angels would lose like 10 to 6, and you'd be like How the fuck is it possible that they have two of the best baseball players, maybe when all is said and done ever, on their team, and they're still barely getting into the wild card and then just getting annihilated in the playoffs or not even reaching the playoffs? And it's just like, how can you strike gold twice and then still just surround them with, you know, a? am trying to think of, uh, oh, what's that fucking... Damn it, this is gonna be a good joke, casino. They struck gold twice, but they just surrounded them twice with what's that thing where it's like a jewel, but it's like fake. The the jokes one. The jokes. I'm trying to think a turquoise. A turquoise. Yeah. Like it it, it fell flat casino much like the (laughs) angels when they had both mike trout and otani which uh my question is do you think mike trout finally leaves the angels or do you just think he's one of those guys and there's nothing wrong with this guy it's just guy that would rather have money than success
1: yeah no i mean he made that clear with that that deal for anaheim man he he Trout, I mean, you were cutting out. You were talking about Trout, right?
0: Yeah. Would it, would he rather? You think he? No, no. He's already made. He's a money over success guy.
1: Oh, I wouldn't just say money over success. Uh, I think he just likes playing for the Angels. He he's one of those players that they're not in it for. Yeah, the success. Obviously, he's going to get paid, but he enjoys being in L.A. He enjoys being the guy in L.A. Um, so. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, that's kind of where Uh, I'm at.
0: Yeah, and I think Otani has made it clear that he wants to win. And so he goes to the Dodgers, and right now, not only did he get paid, he's on right now, has to be the favorite to win the World Series next year, right? Like, I mean, who looks better on paper right now than the Dodgers? Right, but you know what?
1: Come playoffs, they typically always fall short.
0: Yeah, well, we will see. I mean, baseball's still really far away, but it's an interesting story. It's obviously we knew he was going to land in a major market. That was a good team. That's basically what he was alluding to the entire time where they were like, is he going to go to free agency? Is he going to resign? Blah, blah, blah. But he just literally just moved a couple streets away probably just to, or probably didn't even have to change his house right because they're both in uh la even though it's technically anaheim but
1: but this um, you know this this really helps them so last thing on this it really helps them not reach the luxury tax where they're going to be um they are over a certain point where it's going to mess with their draft um situation but uh the dodgers uh the dodgers can still spend um a good amount of money um this offseason before they reach their their threshold um even with the otani but with the otani you know only taking x amount of money um a year that really helps them that they can continue to get better more better and more players so i mean the dodgers they're they're going to be the front runners they're going to be expected to win the yankees loaded up as well in this offseason it should be a dodgers yankees uh it should be but as you've seen these playoffs Things have been happening. It doesn't take long. Teams can go in slumps. Players can get hot. And you just, just like, make the playoffs. Anything can happen. And well, you saw it this year. You saw it this year.
0: We I mean, saw with who, the Orioles, who expect, right? Yeah, we <laughs> expected
1: it to be uh, uh, Rangers? Um, oh, my gosh. Why am I blanking? Uh, oh, my gosh. What was the, the MLB? See, I don't even know. I don't even know. <laughs> I can't even remember. It was that. It was that. Unmemorable for me. Um,
0: but I really can't... Who the fuck did the Rangers play in the World Series? Was oh, the, the Diamondbacks. No, was it? The Diamondbacks, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, it was. It was the
0: Diamondbacks.
1: Yeah. I'm not really looking it up. Jesus, that- Moses. Regardless, that's my point. <laughs> it's, it was supposed to be a certain teams, And, like, the Dodgers-Yankees, you're going to get great ratings because they loaded up this year. But I, the Yankees, they have to... <laughs> They have to do something in the postseason. Same with the Dodgers. I mean, the Dodgers should not have gotten beaten. The Yankees, I could see them fumbling last year, but the Dodgers should have won the World Series again this year. And they didn't. So,
0: moving on. And it was the Diamondbacks. And it was literally November 1st. So let like a little over a month ago and we already forgot about it, which also proves how shit of a world series that was because I remember talking about how uninteresting it was. And yeah, it was so uninteresting talked- a month later, we can't remember who fucking played it. <laughs> like that that proves our point right there. Because well, also, I also I mean, blanked and I was trying to Google it.
1: We we, we have we have other things going on so.
0: Who played in the Super Bowl? I don't uh, remember. Speaking... Was it... <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. We'll never kidding. speak of it again. We'll never speak of it again. <laughs> but um, <laughs> speaking of things that are better left forgotten, Casino, let's talk about Draymond Green, uh, your favorite NBA player. Uh, I can't. I so can't. he was indefinitely suspended after striking Yusef Nurkic uh in the face because apparently high level athletes when they fall they spin with just their fist out which was totally an accident like he didn't mean to do that right like that's just how you fall naturally is by wildly swinging just one arm into a fist into somebody's face like I didn't
1: so I didn't save it but I should ugh. have and send it to you somebody made a um uh a little snip video with it. I don't even know what they're called. Reels, gifts, whatever, something. Um, You're very tech savvy. I'm very, yes. Yes, I am. But they did it where it was just green on constant loop, like turning around and like swinging his arm and they put it to metal music. And I was like, this is fucking fantastic. (laughs) It's like a mosh pit. And I was like, oh, that's, that's solid. Um, So I I remember that day. So I, I couldn't be on, um, or my I, I had to leave early, or whatever it was. Did you tell the people how much I hate Green? Did you explain my frustration with them? Or no,
0: no, I didn't even get to it because we had okay. to, uh, I had to leave to go pick up my son. So Green is
1: one of he's yeah. my least top top three least favorite players to ever. I, I I would have to think of the other two, but I know for sure top three least favorite players to ever play the NBA. <laughs> he is dirty, I, and there's a point where. As I, I've told you off air, it, it, it's cute. It's cute. And it's funny when you're kicking people in the nuts accidentally, <laughs> you know, like that. That's silly. See, it made you laugh, right? It, yeah. it, it's, it's silly. It's funny to watch. But there's a difference when you are in practice and you're blatantly walking up to your teammate, punching him in the face and knocking him out, giving him a concussion, I guarantee. You. And, you know, that's that's assault, first off.
0: Yeah, I don't care
1: however you put it in your teammates or whatever and you're frustrated whatever and then this year you have him and it's not like it was like a choke and then he like dropped him like pulled off he was choking and people were trying to rip him off of the dude and the dude's like I don't remember who it was but he's like trying to like free Draymond Green legitimately could have killed the dude if he did not let go if they did not get him to let go and with this one he knew what he was doing he was blatantly just swinging his arms around like it gets to a point
0: we lost casino again but i get i i get what casino's saying and i agree obviously it would be a different scenario or situation or circumstances if it wasn't a player who was known for doing this and has done this many times in the past and not only has done this many times in the past but has started to do it more frequently so not only is he now doing something that he has repeatedly done in the past but now he is not only it must be my end i don't know more it doesn't matter but i was just saying uh the circumstances and the person doing it well you got cut off uh i don't know but i'm saying i'm agreeing with you and it's also the circumstances of this player repeatedly being in these situations no other player is so You lose all benefit of the doubt. You lose all like pomp and circumstances, right? And it's just one of those things where you, again, repeating the same scenario or situations over and over again and then act Like it's just happenstance and it it was accidental and all this kind of stuff. Where it's just like maybe if this was a player that had never done this before, you'd you would just give him the benefit of the doubt and be like, oh, what an unlucky way to fall, right? Like, oh my god, I can't believe, like, what a. And if he came out afterwards and just profusely apologized and again had no history of doing this, it wouldn't even be a topic right it would just be like oh that was a weird like that was just weird like it'd be a clip that was passed around it'd be like look at how this guy fell doesn't that suck and then we would move on and
1: obviously he probably in in your scenario i mean if they didn't have prior things it might have just been a flagrant
0: one yeah he he wouldn't even be suspended probably wouldn't even be fined and again afterwards the player would be like I can't believe I did that. I apologize. I said, I was sorry to the guy. I went to the locker room and it would just be a non-issue. But again, the issue with Draymond green is it's repeated offenses that are getting more and more frequent. And then after the fact, it's the complete just dismissal of any type of blame whatsoever. Just like throwing your hands up and being like, What do you want from me, guys? I was falling. You just want me to fall on my face? Like, that was an accident. And then it's just like, how? How was that an accident for you, a guy who does this type of shit frequently? Like, it's not. And again, the past couple seasons, Draymond Green has has got less productive, but he's still very valuable to this team in that the offense of the Golden State Warriors kind of still – centers around him and kind of goes through him but this season we talked
1: about it last year at at what cost though man at what cost
0: yeah uh well that's yeah I think we've hit the point of diminishing returns not only talking about this but just of Draymond Green being on this team where it's just like (laughs) you can't have a guy who averages (laughs) 10 5 and 5 what is it on your on your court who will also probably miss half the season if it's for injuries because he's getting older or if it's because he is just a menace not only again not only against other teams he's been a menace to players on his own team so now And then again, the elephant in the room is it's like, oh, well, now that it's 2023, we have to seriously look and have a serious discussion about mental health. And then it's just like, yeah, we do. But that also doesn't mean the person that we think has mental health issues just gets to be a fucking maniac. And we just go like, oh, well, I mean, he's a maniac, but he has mental health issues. It's just like, then address the problem And stop letting him be a danger to other people around him. Like this fucking, like, it's like the homeless crisis in the the world where it's just like, well, we need to help these homeless people. And then everybody's like, yeah, we do. And then it's just like, yeah, but we're not gonna. And then when something, they do something crazy, it's just like, oh, well, I mean, we knew that was going to happen, but like, we need to help them. And then just continuing not to help. It's just like, yeah, no shit. Like he needs help. He needs to get help, but the solution is not being like, he needs help. Okay, go play an NBA bat. It's just like, it's counterproductive to everything. It's like, he should, there's rumors that he only gets suspended for 10 games this season. If that's the case, like, then this is now the NBA's problem. He should legitimately be suspended. I don't even think i am be. And that's uh, just
1: and and if they do that, that's just piggybacking off the whole uh, John Morant thing and not getting a substantial thing as well. Oh yeah, like so, not like, a
0: solution to the problem.
1: That's just gonna. That's just gonna compound.
0: Yeah, he should legitimately be suspended the rest of the season. When you like, said send a fucking. He said message. that about
1: John Morant too, and it's not going to happen. Um, Ugh. sorry, where I just started laughing uncontrollably there for a minute there. It was because of what you sent and then what you said. So the other day in the guy's chat, and then you just said diminishing returns. I was literally, my head just went,
0: Diminishing yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, that community Christmas episode. The best. It's so good. Holiday episode uh, in television I think history. you reached
1: a, reached a diminishing returns on the sexiness. What's
0: the diminishing returns? What's the diminishing return? <laughs> uh, but casino... <laughs> That is actually, I didn't even catch that. Good, good. I literally oh, said I, that I was, less than I was 24 hours to, I,
1: I was about to cry.
0: <laughs> uh, but speaking of diminishing returns, Casino, let's talk about our week 15 picks. And when we talk about diminishing returns, let's talk about uh, the Chargers former head coach, and not only former head coach, former GM, GM. Who were both. It's
1: about fucking time.
0: Brandon Staley was fired uh, this morning after a. And let me let me check my glasses here that I'm not wearing. Uh, is this correct? Casino? Did the Chargers lose sixty three to twenty one to the Las Vegas Raiders last night? Yeah. Is that true?
1: i mean Ugh. sadly i mean we both picked the chargers <laughs> i know but you know we- what to our, to our credit we literally we off air we were like this it, the they something has to be done if the chargers don't win this game if they don't win this game something's gonna have to be done like that's what we were talking about that's what we knew we meant when we were saying you know this is their last chance and yeah. it finally happened they finally got the coaches fired the gms fired like
0: I was literally going to say fire Brandon Staley if this was a close game and the oh, Chargers yeah. still somehow won. Like right. the Raiders have – the Raiders just lost a game uh, six days ago or four days ago, three to zero. They just lost a game three to zero, and then they blow you out by, with by 42 points. Like also – If Brandon Staley should have been fired immediately after the game for this quote, a quote I have not sent you, but a quote I'm going to say word for word right now that he legitimately said, again, after a game, he just lost 63 to 21. Here's the quote. You can look at any great coach that's ever coached in this league. Sometimes games like this happen. Again, mm-hmm. implying right there that you're a great coach after losing a game where you trailed at halftime 42 to zero. Are you fucking insane? I
1: mean, are you
0: insane?
1: Even with the bad coaches, you don't see it like that. That no, often. this
0: is like literally Hugh Jackson territory. Remember where he was on the Browns and they did the uh the uh hard knocks with the Browns, where he's literally at the table like saying to other coaches, like, oh, and you're in my seat. Like, you know how tough it is, and you have to just listen to the head coach and all this kind of stuff. He was saying that to a table of coordinators who had all been head coaches in the league that had better records than him as a head coach. Like, the lack of self-awareness some of these head coaches have, like, right. you have to be out of and your so not mind. not
1: Yeah, so it wasn't just Brandon Staley. But also, the GM, Tom Telesco, it, finally he's out as well. <laughs> He needed to go um, there. They both should have been not even on the chargers side um, organization starting this season. No. I thought they both should have been fired um, the end of last season, if not before that. Um, so uh, that leaves uh gift Smith coming in as interim coach. Um, and I kind of want to see, you know, just like what happened with the Raiders. I want to see if the chargers, you know, actually pulled their head out of their ass a little bit and win a couple games that they're not expected to win. Yeah. um, After this, because that was the issue. I'll tell you what,
0: after I'm very interested, after what we've seen with uh, Antonio Pierce with this Raiders team, with a rookie quarterback. Uh uh, I like, let's see how he finishes at the end of the season. I know they just lost a game three to zero, but again, he's been on the job for a month. And he loses a game three to zero and then wins a game 63 to 21. So if he can find some sort of middle ground between those two things, like if the players look like they are playing with him or playing with him. Yeah, look like they are playing for him and look like they have this fire and intensity. They didn't have with Josh McDaniels. So if Antonio Pierce gets a off season to kind of you know mold these guys into what we've seen the potential for them to be, then this Raiders team, you know, I'm not saying they're going to be Super Bowl champions, but I am saying they can be a thorn in the side of AFC West powerhouse Kansas City Chiefs, and then they're right they could be right there in the mix with the Broncos, and obviously they're better than the Chargers, so. I would say, let's see how the season progresses. But especially if this Raiders team that was a dumpster fire two months ago, if they sneak in as a wild card team, like I think if this is a wild card team or if they barely miss on the wild card, like give Antonio Pierce a th- two, three year contract and just see what he can do with this team. I mean, again, We've said it before, this Raiders team has legit, like, best player at their position players, like Max Crosby, they have Devontae Adams, Josh Jacobs, when he's, you know, at his peak can be the best running back in the league, like, they legitimately have pieces on this Raiders team that are better pieces than a lot of other teams have. Like I mean, would you rather be the Raiders with these guys or you know the Panthers, right? Like you'd rather have the you'd rather have the three Raiders players than every player on the Panthers. So, uh, but that casino being said, right? Let's segue this into uh, the Bill Belichick rumors.
1: I mean, we're yeah. gonna have to speed it up. My my kids coming up, and you got to get out of here too. So let's just
0: well, briefly I, hit that. Well, my wife is uh, picking up my son, so I. Oh, have a little well, bit a I've
1: got to go because my kids. Okay. Just got up, and he's gonna need to be fed again.
0: Uh, so let's uh. uh so Bill Belichick picks, Yeah, do your Bill Belichick. A uh,
1: quick thing on Bill Belichick. Apparently, there's reports out there that after the loss to the Colts game overseas, that um he is going to be replaced as head coach starting next year but like i said they're going to let him play out the remainder of this season and then him and Kraft are going to split ways aka he's going to be fired um and uh, that's not 100 confirmed that's just the scuttlebug and i think it's justified at this point no matter how good of a defensive guy and you could have even been better if you didn't lose your three top defensive players you know in week by week three or whatever it was um, that this defense could have legitimately been where I said top five, top four defense in the league all year, but still you can't, you can't fumble this quarterback situation as bad as you didn't expect to still be on as a head coach. I mean, Malik Willis now, who I was hoping was going to be, you know, at least um, a very good backup for this team. Um, and somebody that we can progress like he's basically like a smaller Lamar Jackson um that's how his play style is and well guess what he's going to go hang out with his buddy and his former teammate Lamar Jackson because he just got traded or he actually not, he he got picked up now by um the Ravens so he's over there now so Belichick won't yeah. be gone at the beginning of the season do is you my think guess.
0: do you I think, think the reason the scuttlebutt on the interwebs is also that the Chargers fired not only their general manager but their head coach because now they can go to Belichick and be like, "You can be in charge of player personnel." No, they were, coach. and,
1: and if they do that. Belichick's going to be out of there in a couple of years anyway because he does not draft offensive players. So,
0: yeah, but I don't think he would take a job where he doesn't have that control.
1: No, and I don't think he's going to not have. I think he's going to go for a head coaching spot. He's yeah. going to he's
0: gonna he wants to beat that record so or maybe he takes a year off like a sean payton did and goes to tv and just kind of feels it out and see if there's a really good you really
1: want to listen to bill belichick on tv i
0: kind of do did you see him on what? college game day did you see him on college game day he's pretty fucking good at television i kind of like bill belichick as a
1: <laughs> the wide receiver has But no,
0: when you listen to him like they did those NFL films things where he's talking about Lawrence Taylor or like the history of the NFL or whatever, he fucking knows his shit oh, and he, he knows he's really entertaining like he
1: gets to a specific to. play of a certain game that happened 60 years ago.
0: Yeah. So I kind of I'm kind of into it. I kind of want to see him go to All TV. Right, let's pick it All up. All right. Let's go to our Picks Casino. We will do rapid fire Woo! uh and we will uh, Just give me your reasoning and then we'll just go back and forth. So last night, obviously we both picked the Chargers. Great start. Uh, On Saturday, we have three games this week, a morning an afternoon and a night game that starts with the Minnesota Vikings at the Cincinnati Bengals. Josh Dobbs has been benched. It will now be Nick Mullins, I believe the Vikings quarterback versus the Bengals superstar, uh Browning. whose name I can't Browning. Even, Browning, thank you. Uh, who you got missed one casino? Seven and six Vikings at seven and six Cincinnati.
1: I'm gonna go with my Super Bowl pick, Brown, uh Bengals.
0: Uh that is also who I'm picking. That is shocking to me. I thought you would go Vikings. Uh <laughs>
1: my boy but God,
0: I, I just really like what I saw from the uh, from the Bengals team with their they're uh with browning and then they also had that backup running back who went All off right. in that last game and then the vikings literally scored three points uh next up we have the up the if my thing was steelers below, Colts seven and six pittsburgh steelers at the seven and six indianapolis colts who you got for this one casino uh colts this was also my reaction to that game because this is a game the Colts 100% should win, but the Steelers being fucking weird this season will win this game like 13 to 10. Yeah. And we'll be like, how the fuck do we not pick the Steelers? Uh, next up, maybe one of the games of the weekend, the 7 and 6 Denver Broncos at the 9 and 4 Detroit Lions. Uh, are you going with your other Super Bowl pick here?
1: I am because they need a bounce back game.
0: I am not liking what I've seen from the the Lions the that's past fair. two weeks. No, that's
1: totally fair. They need a bounce back game and they may not get it, but I'm gonna I go wrote with them.
0: the Lions, I crossed it out, I put the Broncos. I'm fair going enough. with the Broncos for this game. Uh next up, now we move to the Sunday games. Uh Falcons at Panthers, Falcons six and seven, Panthers a dismal one and twelve.
1: Uh Every time I pick the Falcons, they lose. So I'm gonna pick the Falcons, and let's get that Panthers win. So <laughs> Falcons.
0: Uh, Falcons. The only games they have won this season have been in division. This is a d- in division game, so they will what the floor with them. Uh, next up, Casino <laughs> a, Dare I say, sneaky, interesting game. The five and eight Chicago Bears at the eight and five. Joe Flacco led. Uh, I Cooper like Browns. Flacco. Uh, shockingly, I'm going with the upset pick of the bears. I like what I've seen with the bears. I think everybody good, uh, on the, uh, the Browns is injured. I think their defense was great. Uh, but every, again, everybody on this team is fucking injured. So I'm going with the bears. I liked what I saw last week. And I think I do got to go. I also got
1: it. Uh, man, I forgot. I have a telehealth appointment. So (laughs) we got, I just got to go through them. Okay.
0: Next up. 6 and 7 bucks at 6 and 7 pa- uh, Packers. Packers. Packers, I agree with you. Uh next up uh Jets at Miami Dolphins.
1: Um I'm going Dolphins cuz it's in Miami.
0: It is in Miami. Next up the shockingly interesting to watch 5 and 8 Giants at the 6 and 7 Saints.
1: 6 and 7 Saints.
0: I am actually going I'm going giants. that
1: one because um I have family going to that game,
0: oh shit, I'm actually going giants because I like what I've seen from the Giants. that also oh. still means the
1: I've got a cheer for my i gotta cheer for my family, who's saints
0: uh next up the c j. Stroud less, who is still in concussion protocol, Houston Texans at the Tennessee Titans
1: um sorry. Uh let's sorry, what which one was that one? I'm sorry. The Texans
0: at the Titans. Texas at the Titans.
1: Ooh. Um Texans. I like CJ Stroud still.
0: Yeah, he's out this game.
1: Oh, see uh Titans in. Titans. <laughs> sorry. I missed
0: that. Oh. Yeah, I am also picking the Titans because we've seen the Texans without C.J. Stroud. They were the second worst team in the league last year. Uh, next up, Kansas City Chiefs at your New England Patriots casino.
1: Uh, I'm going to go the Patriots because I think I'm, I am I want to see the Chiefs lose to the Pats, and I really think that the Mahomes thing is going to fuck with this head.
0: Oh, I love it. I love that pick. I'm not doing it, but I love it. Uh, I'm going <laughs> Chiefs. <laughs> but next up, 49ers at uh, the a out Parkers. of the Week. I also agree that this will be a 40 burger and the 49ers will continue to be everybody's uh, media darling. Next up, commanders at rams which i feel like will be a sneaky interesting fun watch
1: interesting but rams i like how they've been playing lately they're gonna they're gonna smoke them
0: true and i am also terrified to see this rams team in the playoffs if they have to play too. my eagles yeah uh next up game of the week casino the 10 and 3 dallas cowboys at the 7 and 6 of buffalo bills
1: um I'm going bills on this one because this is their season.
0: Yes, I agree. I am also, or no, I am actually going Cowboys because I think they're a better team, but it's also on the road. So I think the bills will win, but I knew you would pick the bills. So I'm doing reverse jinx on the Cowboys oh, to lose fuck off your for bills jinx. to win. Uh, next up Sunday night. The Baltimore Ravens at the eight and five Jacksonville Jaguars. Picking The the Ravens Ravens, 10 and three. I am also picking the Ravens because you know, my disdain for this Jaguars team. Uh, Next up casino all comes down to this Monday night, Philadelphia Eagles at the Seattle Seahawks 10 and three Philly six and seven Seattle. Philly needs this
1: one. So I see they get it done,
0: but it's going to be close. This is the Eagles season in a game. If they lose this game, the sky is falling. Hit the panic buttons. The season's over. That will be my mindset. The Eagles need this game. I'm not going reverse jinx because it has not worked. I'm picking the Eagles to win close, but I still think they will win handily, even though the score will look close. Sure. Uh, All right. That is our week 15 Hi, Hi everybody. Uh, yeah, we're out of here. We'll be back next week. Have a great weekend. This is the Only Podcast. I'm Will. That's Casino over there. Bye.